On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a part. Fuck a dildo fence in the back garden. It's illegal. A partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas. Fuck off. Eighty-six hours later. Bollocks. I got AIDS. Merry fucking dickhead. My true love gave to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. Wait, you're fuck. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Free French hands, two turtle doves and a part. Fuck, I got AIDS instead. Winker. And a fuck bullet. Yeah. And a partridge in a pear tree. Hi, this is Bob Madigan, and you're living. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Second run. So, uh, Wankerly, what are your Christmas plans this year? Are you going to go uh, to the VFW hall? <laughs> you going to try this question again? No, <laughs> On I, you I, now. I steal. Now I'm asking you. It's part two. No, none. I, I actually gave my wife her Christmas present last night, which was she got to watch three episodes of The Real Housewives with going to try and say minimal commenting to me, but less than normal commenting for me. <laughs> At Thanksgiving. That was your gift? <laughs> she I kept saying, please turn Scrooge. this off. Or, or I kept talking and she said, kept telling me not to talk. And she said, you know, if I can watch another one and also if you can stop commenting, this can be my Christmas present. <laughs> I think this is one of these like tricks, you know? Like yeah. if I really oh, yeah. I'm serious about that, I'm gonna get in trouble, but um I'm considering it. <laughs> you know, Kate, I'm surprised you don't want me to shut up during 90 Day Fiance. No, because you make funny comments. I do make funny But I was also commentary. telling your wife that she should start watching 90 Day Fiance, uh, uh, the new series. I'm so sorry, that might be coming wackily. into your life. I'm sorry for this. I apologize to you to, for having to endure this show. Mm. It's hilarious. Yeah, that one seems especially bad from what it's I have seen. Really no, it's bad. different. It's hilarious. They get monsters on it. You'll enjoy it from the monstrous aspect. He might like it better than me, but I usually just go fuck off and do something else and then throw in random comments. Right. He's trying to be hyper-masculine here because he doesn't because he'll sit and watch it. I you don't... sit and watch 90 Day Fiance D. I'm there with you watching it. I do it. not watch. You've don't watched... lie to the boys. you how many seasons? Like, there's 10 seasons? I'm watching them backwards. And I'm on can, season they four. They run together because all the people are the fucking same. There's, there are some standards. Well, here's the thing, here's the thing about standards. The Real Housewives is there's, like, 20 seasons of, like, one of them. Yeah. But then there's, like, eight different fucking series in different, in different towns. I can't cope yeah. with and it. So my, my comments, so this is what I said to my wife. It's like, well, I'm commenting because I, I'm engaged. Would you rather me just like be on my phone or like, do you want me to sit here and watch TV with you? She probably actually would have said no. But um, <laughs> so my comments start out as funny. But then, you know, like 10 minutes in, I'm just like ranting about how much I hate these fucking cunts. Yeah, all of them. And like their their terrible fucking plastic surgery and their shitty voices. Like, yeah, and I, I think I think they're not so funny by the end of the show because I'm just like enraged. That show is worse though than 90 Day Fiance. At least 90 Day Fiance so? is real people. And as a fresh immigrant to this great nation, I relate yeah. a lot. Personal connection. I have a personal connection to a lot of the people. So Wackley, are you gonna have to go to your wife's family or your family or, or anything? Oh no, like we talk about this all the time. It, her family does. They don't. They are perfectly nice to me, but they don't have any interest in me coming to see them. No expectations. That's great. So, does she go, and you just stay? You just stay home and. and oh yeah, she. Goes. She has nieces and nephews and siblings that she wants to see. 
Do you have to buy gifts for them? Like, do you go Christmas no. shopping for? You don't have to do any. Of that. I think we. I think we. I think we get them a gift, but Melissa takes care of that. I, I get my parents something, and she gets her parents something. She she takes care of the nieces and nephews. That's not that bad. At least uh, they don't. But yeah, I, I so I have I have a nephew on on my side, and yeah, it's like gift card all the way. He, he I actually used to get him like toys, and then I saw a photo of him this year, and he's like a grown ass kid. I'm like, oh, he doesn't want it. He just wants money. How old's the kid? Right. No, but he's not. I mean, you, he's like tall. He's like probably taller than me in this photo. So he's going to be like, like oh. eight or nine. Because I've seen this kid like twice <laughs> in my whole life. Right. Well, he was like a nephew then, huh? Yeah. Now, now he's like seven. Yeah. I mean, they live in, it, you know, it's not my brother's actual kid. It's a stepson. Not that that's, you know, it's fine. Uh, but... <laughs> that's you being like, I wasn't there at his birth or anything like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so at least does your, does your wife make you go to like friends holiday parties? Oh, I I was gonna bring this up before, and uh, Those I don't want to like add a huge time, but so I probably spend more time in the bar that than most people, <laughs> just for various reasons. You know, we have a small house, so get away from my wife. When I want to watch the Lions, it's not on like TV, so you got to go to some place that has like, you know, the football cable package. Anyways, these are all excuses why I'm at the bar all the time. Um, <laughs> But so I, I go to these bars that have like lots of regulars, right? Uh, and there's this gay guy, <laughs> like a weird older gay guy. These aren't gay bars. Like an SOH? I wouldn't. Maybe I'd have right. to get. I'd have to get. A, I'd have to get a, a couple of gay people's opinion on that. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so he invited me and my wife to a Christmas party at his house. Do you play Neptune like, King you, of the Sea? You gotta go to this. Did you play Neptune King? It's of the Thursday, <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 and he had, I had to RSVP. Oh my what? goodness! And yeah, oh. for some, for some reason, we're we're That's like up official, going. very formal. Wait, did you and go also, this past? It says, it says, it says, it says, wheel attire. Wheel. W e a l. What the fuck is that? What does that mean? What does? Have you googled it? No, and that's what I'm asking you. I don't yeah, actually like, care. Wait, it's this Thursday. <laughs> I'm just gonna wear whatever I normally wear. Real I think attire. it's like, I think it's like uh, a Chris, you know, like Ebenezer, like not Ebenezer Scrooge, obviously, but like Tiny Tim type outfits, or like what's the guy who works for Ebenezer, uh, Far Cratchit, or whatever. Dickensware. Like, <laughs> like, like, like Victorian Christmas. That's what I'm assuming. I'm thinking like just Dickensian context, outfits, like a Dickensian outfit. Like you're gonna be a chimney sweep or something. Yeah, like a like oh, yeah. or, or or like a Ren Fair type deal. Actually, you know what? I just Anyways, looked... I'm not doing any. I'm not doing any of this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not what getting, does it like, mean? I just looked it up. Party. Party. No, it's I, not what we think I it just, is. I'm totally oh. wrong. I'm totally wrong. You know what it is? It's outfits from the. No, world I don't. Of, That's what I'm asking. It's outfits from the world of Warcraft. Had nothing has nothing to do with Dickens. So, You're not gonna, just going to get me to go to this thing dressed up at some like. No, weird it's honestly what it thing. says. No, it's, go look up wheel. It says wheel outfit World of Warcraft. You totally should dress that's up very like a barbarian. Odd. That's very odd if that's true. And I'm not. I'm still not getting special clothes, and I don't have World and of you, Warcraft outfits. In the main and you said this, this queen wheel. is like six. You said he's an older guy. He's older than you. Oh yeah. 
and he's having a <laughs> he's not, he's not eight. party. He's, I, I, I don't know. I don't believe. I still don't believe in this World of Warcraft. I've never honestly, talk about World of Warcraft. No, you got to like wear that. like a Game of Thrones outfit. Do you have any like barbarian type things like a tire? No, no. What about from your Should sci-fi wear, club like, that you used cloth? to run? Yeah, what about from the sci-fi club? You don't have like any kind of no. magical like. Do you have a Fred Flintstone <laughs> shirt? <laughs> Oh, well, it's like a blue tie and an orange leopard print movie. Yeah, like orange that. with like black spots. I got that. Yeah, yeah. I'll just you wear could that. have your order of the buffalo hat. You could wear that. Wackily yeah. did show up, up and they're going to be like, why are you dressed like Fred Flintstone? <laughs> steel, steel suggests that sounded like a good idea. Wait. Well, it's ages like older times. You know, it's, When's the last time you got invited? <laughs> When's the last time you got invited to a holiday party? Like a per, like a non-work one. I, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't even like a friends. I don't even remember. You know, I mean, there's we like we'll go to our friend's house and just get blasted on like no, yeah. know, yeah. party or something, and, and it might be around Christmas. Like a party, but where they uh, do a like white a party. Elephant. No, like this is catered. That's why. That's why oh, I need to do the RSVP. Yeah, and that's also part, yeah. part of the reason I'm going. I'm like, oh, is there actually going to be like decent and food? Good drinks. And I also confirmed that a bunch of other people I know are going. But it's definitely going to be weird, and maybe I'll remember this next year and report back. I would like, yeah, yet. I would like to know what happens here. But he handed so he handed me a card in the like we were watching football in the bar, and he handed me this card, and I was like, you know, people are always handing you fucking cards in the Bay Area, and you like advertising their dumbass business. And so I didn't really notice that it was him because, like I said, it, we're not great friends. <laughs> but he handed me this card, and like five minutes later, I looked at it, and I'm like, oh. Fuck fucking part and then he came up to me like later like hey oh just want to invite you and your your wife to the party please rsvp does he look like john waters no i'm I'm trying to picture what he sounds like john waters but he looks like i'm picturing more like like a a twink like a twink almond brother because he has a long i was gonna go down like fat errol flynn route I was going Rick oh, no. Taylor. He's, he's thin. He's thin and slight, but he also just cut his hair off for some reason. Does uh, he have a mustache? He's also like a bit autistic. He always has two laptops, at the, and he sits in a very specific seat at the bar. Uh, and he always weird. has these two laptops. That Is he's, he in I'm Zoom? Like, Walk off. I'm not. I'm definitely not going. I'm not going to get baited <laughs> into asking him what he's doing. But I always am thinking, like, what the fuck are you doing on those computers? One's for eBay and one's for Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> Or Zoom he's or like got spreadsheets open, but then he'll, he'll just be scrolling web pages. Not gay web. Got to be fantasy. I think football. he's like a finance guy, maybe. It's, it's World of Warcraft. Fantasy football. Uh, Wackily, did D tell yeah. you what happened to your favorite bar in San Francisco? Oh Which yeah, one? the um, ah shit. What's Grass the bar? That you, no, the bar you live next door to, right down the street. The on uh, the corner. Oh, the uh, summer place. Summer place, yeah. It's like I saw it because it had been closed down for a long time. And Kate and I were walking by and I'm like, oh, shit, the summer place is back open. I was like, this is Wackily's favorite bar. It's like full on gay bar. But like gay bar playing like, you know, the music obnoxious. Jeffrey listens to. Like I wear my mini skirt. <laughs> like that kind of gay bar. Are you yeah, sure was, about that? Yeah. yeah. No, we weren't in there. Okay. We, yeah, like, no, none of those good bars are around anymore. No, everything's closed. So I was like, ah, oh, well, 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 it's cl- closed or converted into converted. like a cocktail bar. Yeah. They still kept the name, the summer place, but it's definitely quite a bit different than the days you lived. Yeah, there. you could smoke in there for a really long, you know, you know, after it was banned for a really long time because it was just like an owner-operated thing. 
So last week we were moving, but we got invited to uh, a lesbian holiday party on Friday. That would have been, it sounded wild. You know what, though? I want to point this out, that it wasn't we were particularly invited. Oh, that's true. It was a pity invite because we walked past them and to try and explain the amount of noise that they were going to be creating, they said, come by to our party. And it was so last minute. And you know when people feel like they're forced to invite you, it was a pity invite. Mm-hmm. And I would never go okay. to a party where I've been pity invited. We were also moving that night, so there's no time for us to do it. We I wouldn't have gone any Anyways, it's pity. Do they, do they live? Do they live next door to you or something? Yeah, they're down friends. The they take care of our cats. They, they live down the hall. But uh. they were going all night, just shrieking and cackling all night. All these lesbians. I mean, you could smell the fish from down the hallway. <laughs> Lots of scissoring. You could hear. <laughs> like, the like, are we talking like lesbians that you can spot? Like. With the naked eye, they're, these are definitely lesbians, or a very good mixture, hot and obvious. Well, you know, it's interesting. Okay. Um, so last, so the one is kind of masculine looking. The 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 one one of them, but the other one's a lipstick lesbian. She's like really, she's a stripper too. Um, she's actually been mm-hmm. on the second show before. But anyway, a few years ago, I went with a guy I work with. She was like, oh, yeah, it's her birthday party, like her girlfriend's birthday party. She's like, why don't you guys come over? So I was like, and she kept texting me, and I was like, all right, because I've been friends with them for a while. They're cool. They live down the hall. And so me and this guy I work with, Carlos, went over there. We're the only dudes. And half the girls in there are, like, really attractive lesbians, but the other half are, like, full-on, like, butchy. Like, you, from across the street, mm-hmm. you'd be like, that is a, definitely a bull. Like, she's, she's, like, the butchy one. So it was kind of a combination of both. But anyway, as the party progressed, it was weird. Like the crowd just kind of dwindled down. They went into like the bedroom. And so it came down to just me and Carlos and this one girl just like sitting there chatting. And I, I was pretty aware that we should probably leave, even though we we're all wasted. But Carlos was just sitting there right. chatting. And then at one point, one of the girls came out just wearing a towel and grabbed the girl we were talking to and pulled her into the bedroom. And then it was just me and Carlos just standing in an empty kitchen. You know, in in living room, okay. and they're all in there, and you could hear them like in the room. And I was wondering, scissoring. Well, I was wondering, yes. is this an orgy going on? Or are they just trying to get rid of the dudes, or both? Mm. You know, I think both. I think both. It's both. Yeah. I think both. But the funny I mean, thing, the fact is, that you were still there is just quite rude. <laughs> exactly. You were meant to leave like, like two hours before that. Carlos wouldn't even leave, and it was like probably two in the morning. But it was funny because Carlos kind of looks like George Costanza. He's bald. He's younger, too. He's only like 36. I work with him. But he kind of like he looks like George Costanza. And I was like, dude, I will give you $20 if you strip down to your skivvies and just walk into that room. He'd be, be like, mad. Hey, ladies, I wonder what would happen. How funny would that have been? It wouldn't have been funny when he is dead. <laughs> but what a great way to die. What being beat? I mean, the, the funniest filters. thing—the funniest thing—if you would just gone in there and they're still all just having a high time, and you're just left out there, like standing around, like, oh, <laughs> like, I thought this was going to be funny, Get and now he's hint. having a great time. They're all having a great time. <laughs> yeah, if Carlos just stays in there, and then I just leave and go home. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, and the, and the and it's just sad. Charlie Brown music is playing. <laughs> 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 but we get that was the only holiday party we got invited to no it's a pity invite we didn't specifically get invited what's happened to anyway. wackily is a real invite doesn't your your big famous company that you work for have a uh have a big soiree for the for christmas and invite you, know, you guys you know it's funny they used to pre-pandemic 
but they kind of cut all holiday parties. So the only thing that we're doing is it's during work hours from like one to, or from like noon to three, there's a, a gingerbread house competition and they're bringing oh my like, Lord. yeah, they're bringing like, you know, you're supposed to bring like a potluck and have snacks and it's going to be in like one of the conference rooms. But there's no like that sounds you know, like the most broke dick thing ever. Yes. And the company you work for is like worth billions of dollars. It is fucking offensive. Bullshit. It's fucking offensive. And so normally on Mondays <laughs> I work from home, but now I have to go into the office for this goddamn gingerbread house competition because my my team is participating in it. You know what we're doing? This is because my boss is super into it. We're making a diehard like gingerbread tower. Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi yeah. Structurally, Plaza. I don't think it would work. My uh, my idea for it was to recreate the uh, Sharon Tate murder house. That would have been was to do of- Cielo mm-hmm. Drive, and then you could just pour a bunch of red icing on it, and nobody's. And then if you don't win, you could just be like, "Oh, you don't like history." Well, I mean, people are. It's getting really competitive between teams. One of the teams who does a lot of AI work is making like a virtual reality gingerbread house. Also, how are people not going to? How are you going to distinguish your tower from the twin towers? Well, that's what I was saying. Plus, gonna, well, it's one tower, not two. I, I want to get the first. Can't you just draw a gingerbread house in MS Paint and say this is a virtual reality gingerbread house? You can. No, I don't know exactly. Or are, you, are you saying? Are you saying you're going to be able to put on the goggles and walk around their house? <laughs> I don't know, oh but God. there's been a lot of buzz about it, and this team works in, in like it's one of the research teams. Is so everyone's like, oh, they're gonna win? Uh, how much? How much? How much staff time? Is being <laughs> you know, so project. I'm a I'm a project manager, Death. and we're supposed to like the 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 overlords that rule us are like everybody's responsible for tracking 35 hours a week for all the team members. So I got to make sure they have enough work and blah blah blah, move shit around and all this. Due to the work going into this building, this fucking diehard gingerbread tower, I've had to make tasks in our Jira system to account for the time everyone spent building the fucking gingerbread tower. That's how fucking retarded mm. my life is. In my so do you, with the gingerbread tower, do you also have to make a gingerbread John McClane and have yes. him like jumping off, off the top the of the tower? tower. And Hans Gruber too. They have, yeah, there's a Hans yeah. Gruber falling. He's gingerbread. And okay. then there's cotton candy flames on like the explosion off the top of the tower. I would have done twin towers and I would have done cotton candy flames for that. Well, Where the fuck are you getting cotton candy from? They, they, that's not just something you can just like buy at the store. Are there, they, are dude, there I, had to, I had to submit a purchase order for a cotton candy machine. Yeah. yeah do you have the dad from family matters? You like a um, bird yeah. one? We got a, a candy police car in the parking lot with the de- okay. gingerbread guy. Do you have a little do you have a little gingerbread Rodney King? <laughs> There's no Rodney King. He wasn't involved. How far, how far, how far are you going to zoom well, you out? You have a I was thinking it was good. you could maybe do recreate the gingerbread riots. Like that would have been amazing. After the decision came down, you could get the guy getting yeah, pulled out of his semi truck and yeah, beat the, the original Denny gingerbread man in the semi truck. <laughs> in the truck, just getting, getting pulled, pulled out. out of his. Oh, you could have done the OJ yeah. chase Ooh, in his white Bronco. Would have been cool. Very LA. That yeah. would have been kind of cool. I'm. I feel like I should be on these teams. 
I, I think there's many different ways we could have gone, but it doesn't matter. Like you could have said anything, but it's it's our boss. It's like he's a huge Die Hard fan. He did a whole presentation on the movie Die Hard and why it's a Chris, like a perfect Christmas film. I'm sick of this oh because God, we all know it's a Christmas movie, but I'm sick of it. I'm sick of people saying it. Yeah, like I, get I don't over even it. Care it is. to watch it? Who cares? Yeah, sure, it's a Christmas fucking movie. You know, it's fine. I don't care. But yeah, we've had to spend a lot of time. So now I got to go into the office on Monday for this fake Christmas party. No booze. They're not even barely spending any money. Like it's it really is. Yeah, a but you're slap finally get face. get out of the house so Kate can have a little piece of pie. Thank and you. Kate is looking forward to that. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did your company do a holiday party? Yeah, but I didn't go to it. Oh, so wait, you elected, you, it's, you don't have to go, but I mean, is it a big thing? My, my company is spread all over. It's in Anaheim. I'm not fucking flying down to, Anaheim. and it was the same thing. It was like during the day, I'm flying to Anaheim to go out to some fucking brew pub with people I don't even like. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Since post pandemic, are, are, are the days of like those holiday parties, everyone gets drunk and, and fucks their coworkers and gets into fights, makes an ass of themselves. Are those days gone? Like, do companies still do that? I was actually surprised that, that my office was doing something that did involve alcohol, apparently. So, yeah, I think it's changed. I think the pandemic changed it because companies are like, fuck, what a waste of money. And personally, but I'd... I go out and get I go out and get lit with like, because I'll I'll go on like sales trips or whatever, or just project trips, and uh, like we'll get very fucked up. But you know, like it's just with it's coworkers, not, not like organized. Yeah, I mean, I've a previous company that I've worked at would have like a booze filled holiday party, and that was a thing. But you know what though, if if the company asks like, do you guys want a party or do you want a bonus? Would you be like, fuck your party? Yeah, I want to give me the bonus. money. That's that's my. my I mean, I, if they asked me if you want a party or nothing, I would say nothing. Say <laughs> nothing. <laughs> well, I would be like, and, you the, know, and we're, we're, I'm money. complaining it's it, during the day, but it, the ones at night are even worse. Or like a Saturday night, like oh, yeah. the two days a week I don't have to fucking see, go to this shitty job that I hate. Now I got to go see these people like in some town that's like forty minutes away. Fuck this. Yeah, there's no. nothing worse than that. So I think it goes without saying, I'm not going to even bother asking Steele that question, but it sounds like Wackley, you're not traveling either, but you two are not traveling at all over the holidays. Like, is it just, no. is that something you would never do? Like, would you never do that? Cause your family, your no, family so, lives so, out. Of somebody state. would have to die. <laughs> and even then I might be like, Oh, I'll come next week. Well, traveling got a lot worse. This is also some news I got from a TikTok influencer. So who have you become? Southwest Airlines has a policy to give plus size travelers free seats. Did you guys know about this? No. It's not uh, new. No. It's First not a I've new policy. They've been doing this for decades, but no, no now, one really does knows. the article say plus size? Because I find that way more offensive <laughs> than saying fat ass. Like plus size is like way more demeaning than fat ass. Well, you know what they say? They say in quotes, Southwest has a customer of size policy. But anyone could be a customer of size because you could be a dwarf. Yeah. And you're a customer of size. Yeah, I mean, overweight. Size. Everybody's a size. 
Yeah. And then they mean overweight. And apparently, this <laughs> it's policy. It's like a platonic quality. <laughs> yeah, like P Town is a customer size because he's the size of a fucking giraffe. He is plus size, that guy. <laughs> um, but this policy has been around for decades. And so it allows plus size passengers to get extra space for free. And so this viral video went around with this girl that calls herself the fat solo traveler. And so oh she's God. there and she asked. She asked if uh, she could use the customer size policy. So what it does is if your body does not fit in one seat and that boundary is delineate, delineated by the armrest, the armrest can't go, go down, you get a seat for free. So you get two seats and they give it to you for free. Now, do they make sure that they're seating the plus size passengers like equal numbers on each side of the plane? Because oh, that concerns yes. me. Yes, that Actually, concerns that's a me really good question. too. But I mean, it's not a fucking boat. I don't, does it really matter? It does oh, matter. what are you, a fucking aeronautic engineer now? <laughs> if all the fat people are on one side, it's going to go in a circle. I personally would not want to see more than like two sodbusters on a plane. Like I'm talking huge sodbusters. If I saw like four or five of them, I would be worried. Bread, home. <laughs> a gingerbread Southwest fucking plane with fucking fat side busting gingerbread men on it. There's one on each side. They get, can, can you get three seats if you are like a true buster? I think, I don't know if they've tested that policy, but Southwest <laughs> will give plus size co uh, customers two ways to utilize their customer size benefits. So first, you can proactively purchase two seats. Or three seats, actually, yeah, additional seats. So you could you could purchase three seats. Four seats for your size. For one you, person. Yeah. Well, the wow. airline says I, I, I know people personally that probably need three seats. Well, this three is, seats. You are a sod. At the, I mean, you would be on sod. At that like a, that's like a concrete buster. Well, <laughs> yeah. what you do is you notify that you have you need special seating, like you're a special seating needed need person. And then that allows the airline to plan for the number of occupied seats on board. And after the travel is complete, Southwest will refund you the cost of the additional seats. What the fuck? No, because you've taken those seats. You've used those seats. Why are they refunding you? Because it's part of their policy. Or second, if you... I, I, I like it. Because there's nothing worse than being on the plane and, and you get your seat and you're like, you're the first person in the three-person row or whatever. And then you see like, just a sod two Samoans <laughs> like that are clearly married and you just know like fuck like they're sitting on either side of me well, and then you know it's it, this happens when you're flying to me a lot but it happens to me with southwest reason. a lot like i'll get the window seat and i'll be like all right this is fine and then you'll see a person who can't fit straight down the aisle they have to go side they have to like sideways <laughs> shuffle down the you know, know what I'm talking about? Strictly an American problem, right? <laughs> yeah. like, uh, there aren't airlines around the world that are accommodating their sod, but only here do we have so many sods that they've decided that we need to do this for airplane travel. Like, no, no place else even. This doesn't even cross their mind over there or yeah, overseas, think, anywhere. Have you ever had here. this this problem on Ryanair or? Eurojet or anything? No, but I mean, I must say Ryanair is one of the shittest aircrafts and I'm only five foot four and even I get on, like, I couldn't imagine P-Town on a Ryanair flight. Like, what about he would a die. Buster? Did they, could they... No, I don't think a Subbuster could even fit on a Ryanair. It's a, basically a tin can. <laughs> so travelers who prefer not to purchase an additional seat in advance, you could buy a single seat and you discuss your special seating needs with a gate agent. 
like and before departure. And then if they well, determine... already, they already have to ask for the seatbelt extender. So it's like <laughs> they, do. <laughs> you know, they give you a they give you a seatbelt extender too, and they'll say like, okay. We can give you two or three seats, depending on what you need, and they're all complimentary. So and you only the fatties so crammed into those free seats, though, that if the plane was to break apart, that they wouldn't even fly out the seats. Well, that's what actually... Could you imagine a subbuster oh, falling from the sky? They float, so you could just grab onto them. Why don't they <laughs> like just do it like department stores like Sears and JCPenney's did in the 80s? You have a husky section in the play where all the huskies, husky. all the sods go. They go over there, and then you have to, like, the... The athletic section, with, like where, so everybody's in there. So we start to label. Everybody needs to be labeled when you get fucking. They weigh. They should have a scale <laughs> when you go into the terminal to check in your luggage. There should be a scale there. And then you get assigned what department of the plane you need to sit in. Well, why not have yeah, like? I I I go for that. Don't they have livestock planes that they move horses and cows on? Why, they why do. not just have sodbusters fly on a livestock plane? I think they should. You know, it's they like a, could and a husky probably boy. should. <laughs> it's a husky I'm, boy. Probably, I'm down yeah. with it because there's nothing worse than when you sit on one of those planes and a person can't get the armrest down, and you're like basically have half oh, yeah. their girth on your thighs. Didn't that happen to you at Nick yeah, Cave? Yeah, and this way, it did. <laughs> I think I think if you're taking up three seats, you shouldn't be catered to by the stewardesses or the flight attendant, whatever they call these people now. They shouldn't serve you a meal if you're going to take up three air seats. Waitress. They, they should they should just strap you with a feed bag and make you sit there like a fucking horse in a barn with a feed bag attached to your fucking snout the whole fucking time. If you're going to take up three seats on a plane, yeah, I'm I think sorry. so too. But the worst you're, part about it is if they're you're taking enormous. Up, at that point, you're gigantic. If they're taking up two, it's, it's a, it, is a, it is a shitty day though. Like that first day that you go to the airport and and you used to be able to get into the non-husky section, but the first time you go and you're like, yeah, you know, it's putting on the pounds. And they're like, um, sir, uh, you're you're not you're going to the wrong section. Like, you, know, you need to go back to the husky. And you're the like, husky oh, section. Shit. But that's good day though, because then yeah, you'll be like, I'll life. go home. Well, the worst part about it, though, is if you get the window seat and some sob buster has the aisle and the the aisle in the middle seat, when you got to take a piss, do you have to climb over them? Because it'll take them like <laughs> ten minutes for Jabba the Hut to get. No, out. you use them. You use them like a trampoline. You jump up and then fucking yeah. jump. Bounce. You jump on them. You just roll and bounce into the into the aisle. <laughs> I mean, especially if it's a chick and she's got big blubber shutters, those things are <laughs> very a lot of elasticity with those things. When they got, you know, hopefully you can you can bounce. You might get lost sometime. I mean, if you make a if you don't come down from your bounce in the property, I mean, you might get lost in their shutters. But <laughs> I mean, you have to really right. be you have to really plan it when you do it. Make well, sure you don't get stuck in there. Assu- assuming we're not talking about the tragedy of the flat, so. <laughs> the flat yeah. so. um was so that a they, trucker paul that was a trucker paul that was a lot lizard yeah. like fat lot lizards yeah. fat a fat chick that doesn't have big tits basically it's like the worst of all worlds it's tragic tragic figure um so this fat tiktoker the fat solo flyer fat solo traveler she said when she gets in a, a southwest plane she'll sit down because they're they're allowed to pre-board, like they get on first. Like with why? Like, you know, why are they allowed to get on first? Because it takes them too long. 
So they get to, they. But you, more. you guys, do you guys know the bigger picture here, right? That that fat people are trying to become accepted. Like, queer. I don't even think handicapped because it's like they want the queer status, which like you know, gay people yeah, are like sort of cool now, and they want that. Yeah, they like want being fat is the equivalent of being a, a cool gay person. But the well, difference is you protect, make yourself fat. That protective class, like they, they want yeah. hate well, crimes absolutely. to be like, oh, look at that fat ass. Oh, that's a hate crime. Like they want, <laughs> yeah, they want to be lumped into the victimhood of everybody <laughs> he else. Called me a sodbuster while he was robbing me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, give me, they a, want, give me like, your wallet, you fucking sodbuster. <laughs> that's what they want. <laughs> that's what they're pushing for. They they want that type of that that classification oh. so they get the protections i've ever but it's uh but I... let's like can we also address the fact that of society where this this broad because she's fat and travels she thinks she needs to be a tiktok superstar like <laughs> she's documenting travel. her every fucking oh i gotta go on this journey across country in an airplane i'm gonna document it for tiktok and how fat i am and taking up eight <laughs> feet so let's make oh everybody like my tiktok watch my tiktok what the fuck what'll be funny is in in America, everyone will be like, I can relate to her. I know somebody her size. But the rest of the world and in Europe, everyone's going, fucking hell, look at the fucking size of this tank. Well, <laughs> Getting on this funny. plane. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because she wrote on the TikTok, she goes, you know, I get on the plane and I have the two, the three seats booked. And she goes, and to be honest, I never get approached because no one wants to sit in the middle seat next to a fat person on a plane. And so there has been some backlash over this. You know, half the people, especially her followers, applaud Southwest for having a fair and humane way of flying obese passengers with dignity, while others claim that the policy glamorizes being obese. It's also discrimination, I feel. It's like, I'm a normal-sized person. Why can't I get a seat for free? Just so I don't have well, any fucking weirdo sitting next to me. This is the thing. We could get fat, right? I mean, what, what, how, if, if you, what do you think your top attainable weight is i think I'll all of us could get to 500 pounds. i think i could get i think i could no do you I don't know. think that's, i don't that's know like an, that's like that's like an athlete that's like an athletic ability to get that fat i mean you're talking about like my 700 pound life i think i could get to like you could probably three do three. yeah but you could do three I, I mean my body size my metabolism i don't think my body will let me get to be an 800 pound sodbuster. Well, well, you know how, yeah. like, as a man, like, I, I couldn't grow a really lo long hair. Like, it's just going to stop at some point, I think, if it would grow at all. <laughs> like, and I think to being fat, like, there's, there's like a top weight that, like, I have to move around to, like, go to work. <laughs> so, so I'm talking about, like, I'm not talking about, like, staying in bed for, like, three years. Maybe okay, then that's I could what get I'm to the 500 level. You're, you're, you're not talking, you don't think you could get to the, we got to cut out the wall and the ceiling and the roof to get you into the drive. Like, you're not talking, I have like to remove Gilbert part of no, but I, I'm talking quarters. like, I, I'm talking like, I think I could give myself knee and ankle problems. Okay. Yeah, 310, how tall are you? 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, yeah, 310 for 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, I'd have to, I'd yeah, have to work at it. I'd have to work at it. I could get, I mean, I could get definitely have joint issues. Yeah, I could get to 290, I think, easy. 280. But well, I, I got to, without being sod, my, my, I was able to, my highest weight was like 238. Yeah, but so you're I a big could, guy. I, I was going to say, that was solid steel, though. That was when you were really muscular. Yeah, yeah now I'm probably two, 
I haven't worked out in four years, so I, I, I actually lose weight when I don't work out because I'm not fucking eating like a, you know, yeah. uh, not eating tons of calories. But, but, uh, so, I mean, I think if I was to do that and eat like just boards, like fucking the complete Twinkie boxes of Twinkies and shit, like, I think I could easily get over. I bet you I could get the three. I mean, I can, I can eat but an entire like box of Oreos people, if I, if I, I think I you I could get to. Elvis fat you know, steel. Steel. You oh, could, I could too. Yeah. Steel, yeah. you could start a, I'd love uh, to be Elvis fat. You could, you could start a TikTok uh, channel like fat. You know, fat uh, John Steele, private investigator, and just like, <laughs> just watch yourself growing as you're doing surveillance and with different disguises. <laughs> oh, one of the disguises should the, be you Elvis. In the bath, you can get in the bathtub and see how high the water goes up, like <laughs> month over month. <laughs> yeah, what was the, there was a fat PI show with the because it's really uh, volume that you. Let, I want to go for. I'm going for like volume in in, in addition to weight. Like I want to be like having a hard time getting through doorways, not not cutting it out, but like Wait, like I have to like. What was the a, fat PI show? Were you talking about Perry uh, Mason? Was it can Was it Perry? No, Mason? not Perry Mason. I I want to say it was Nero Nero Wolf or Cannon or there or there was some big well Hercule Poirot is fat right? No, no, no! I'm thinking of Jake and the Fat Man. Oh, Jake and oh, the Fat Man! Oh, he was a that sod was buster. Show, I forgot. Yeah, about wasn't. That. I don't know if that was a PI or if that was cut. a. He was in Jake and the Fat Man. I'm not sure what the premise. Was. No one famous. Who was the actor? Who was that actor? Yeah. The guy with he the dark hair, Jackie Gleason, but it wasn't him. No, it wasn't yeah, Brando. It wasn't uh, Brando. That show, The Wire, has the the classic fat. I think he's like the captain or whatever. Oh, you talk about Bunk. Jay no, Jay Landsman. I, I think his name in real life is Jay Landsman. There's like a scene where he's eating Arby's, and it was just you know what a great a great level of fatness is. I used to have my my buddy Bones used to always say he used to like order pizza. He was, when he was like over four hundred, he's like lost a lot of weight now. But he's like when he was over like four hundred, he would like order a pizza, and he'd use his his girth, his stomach as a table. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Piece, like. That's that's like a good level of like if you're wanting to really be yeah. like say okay I've reached the, the ideal I've, form I've achieved my goals of fat yeah <laughs> that you can start using your stomach and your tits and stuff is is like a table you just set your food on there and eat off of your stomach it's I also like it where your arms won't go straight down anymore that's cool. oh yeah they're at your yeah. side do you yeah. guys know stick out at an angle there's a Scottish actor called Robbie Coltrane you guys ever heard of him. I don't know if I know him. He's in like Harry I've Potter and all name. that shit. He plays like, like Hagrid. Hagrid. He was Hagrid. He's Hagrid. He yeah. yeah, sadly, that's the oh, thing yeah, he's yeah. famous for. But he is also famous for he would go into like fish and chip shops and he would eat a fish and chip supper as he waited for his fish and chip supper to be cooked. Oh, yeah. That's good. So he's eating. He, I always thought that's a great fat man ability <laughs> that you could eat a whole like huge pizza to yourself and then right after you're gonna have your dessert pizza it's like that's, yeah. that's a gluttony <laughs> that i can appreciate that's a true glutton right yeah there. yeah that is that's that's a definition of gluttonous Try, trying to trying to take stuff home from like parties is also a good one right like getting it to go bag from your friends have you ever noticed this as well i always notice this with fat people when they'll say oh i i don't eat that much i eat like a bird it's like you are 300 pounds you don't eat like any type of bird i've ever seen in this entire world like an ostrich maybe like even ostriches are skinnier 
Those fucking cassowaries or something. Like a big bird, <laughs> I'd say. All right, I got a phone call here from Epic Don't Farber. Don't, don't fat shame big bird in my presence, please. Ah, <laughs> oh, D and Kate. And all the listeners, this is Epic Farter here, ringing from the UK. I'm gonna be having a, wow, could be a lonely Christmas. Luckily, I've got my bro who's inviting me over for a Sunday it's roast. The best kind, um, dude. I'll be seeing my kids for Christmas Eve until the morning, Christmas Day. I'm skint, so they won't get fuck all. But uh, I'm back in the singles again. I had to bin off the girlfriend because there was just no spark there. Uh, although she could perform quite a good deep throw and lick my balls at the same time, which was quite exciting. So that's skill. Hmm. That is skill. Unless he has a tiny dick, it's not skill. But she could. How would she have her tongue free to lick his balls and deep throat his cock? Maybe she had a huge mouth. It's just a nub. It's a nub. <laughs> I guess if it's a nubbin, she could do both at the same time. Unless she's yeah, I wouldn't spinning... tell. I wouldn't tell people this if I was this guy. Yeah, I'm trying to think logistically. It's an obvious answer, right? Yeah, logistically, how does this work? Does she have his balls and his cock in her mouth? Well, no. I think he said he. She was. I think Carly. Licking. Carly Simon could do that. She had an enormous. <laughs> She has it a huge like tongue. Neat, it looked, it's like that? a yeah. It's like a Cheshire cat. It's like really wide. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know how exactly this is possible. I do love the term he used though. I had to bin off my girlfriend. Do you guys not say bin off? No, but it's great. No. Do you guys even call it I don't a bin? Know what it is. Bin off means you've dumped someone. You just threw her oh, out okay. in the trash can like a bin. A bin Very is descriptive. I would say that's a generic UK term, but a northern term you can also use is to say jibber off. Jibber off. Jib her mm. or jib him. You'd be like, ah, oh, just jib him. Jib him. Jib, like G I B. Mm. Yeah. Get rid. I don't know that word either. Jib okay. him off, mate. I like the term dump because it reminds me of a dump. <laughs> it's, just, it's good. It's yeah. A good term. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what most people around here use if they I dumped her. I dumped my old lady. <laughs> and then I took a dump. <laughs> Never had so much head uh, than with her, so that was nice, but the rest of it, just no spark, so I had to bin her off. Bin her uh, off. So I'm back single again, which is great, because I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can go fishing when I want, I can wank when I want, I can fart when I want, so. I wonder if he scrooged her. I don't know, but like, when... When couldn't he have done all those things in a relationship anyways? You can't fart whenever you want. It's rude. Well, it is rude, but like, <laughs> it's not like she would have what, thrown acid in his face if he'd have done it. Waggly, how often do you fart, like loudly fart in front of your wife? Uh, it's not something I even count, D. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my, my, this is why Kate's kind of incredulous because most people in relationships, like you get past the point where it like really matters. That is true. No, I'm not doing like, I'm not Dutch ovening or anything like that. But. Yeah. But I'm just saying, do, do you like, you know, make a production out of it? Like call attention to it. <laughs> no, just natural? Well, no, but I also don't make a production out of it. Like what, what I think you actually probably do or want your 
wife or girlfriend to do is I'm not like going into my special Victorian <laughs> farting room. See, and, like, I, I do agree with that. And like, like spraying, <laughs> spraying, you know, uh, potpourri scents. No, this I don't like, do this. Classic, pull my finger with your wife. <laughs> no, that's you too American. That, that comes back. Do you ever cup your hand in that motion and just kind of blow it in her direction? No, no, this is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't do the Dutch effort, but it's just, you know, it's basically farting as if I was at home alone. Do you say, but do you I say, guess, excuse I me? guess if you're not farting, I guess shitting on the belly is, uh, no, 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 none of that. None, none of that. that going okay. I do you use poop? We also, I mean, here's the thing. We have a, like you and Kate said you just moved. Like it's a small house. Like, what am I going to do? Well, Kate yeah. made we a one room. bathroom. Well, when you have, have diarrhea, like, what am I going to wait for till she leaves the house? We have, see, right. we have two. Yeah. We, we have, have two bathrooms. Yeah, we have now. one and a half. So, oh, la di da. The yeah, one room's money. the shit room, <laughs> and the other room's the regular bathroom. For him, it's the shit room. <laughs> Kate makes me go in there, so she doesn't have to deal with it. It's just he eats huh. a lot of Taco Bell. It's disgusting. I know, but it's it's you know it's, she's very controlling. I am still British and uptight, so, so never forget. Wackily, do you like use poopery and like conceal <laughs> the odor or incense or anything? Or I mean, we have that. We do have that in my bathroom, but that's as much for my own benefit. Like I said, it's a small house. Like the bathroom's right off of where I work when I work from home. Like, I don't want to smell my own shit for like three hours after I do. You know, like, <laughs> actually, the other thing, like, I don't have, I don't, we don't have like active ventilation in this underground house either. So, actually, though, that potpourri usually makes it work. Like, yeah. unless there's yeah. some certain, no, it's like, like potpourri shit. Yeah. Any of the things that I've tried to like mask it when I've been at like girlfriends' houses or whatever they got that shit in the back, it like makes it even grow more grotesque. It's like, so I don't know, maybe there's a special kind that eliminates the odor, but the stuff I've tried, it's like, oh, sh- I should yeah. have just left it alone. Yeah, it's like you That's shit true. on a Christmas It's, it's tree. like you're just seasoning the shit smell <laughs> at that point. <laughs> seasoning it. <laughs> so wait, okay, they need, wait, wait. They need to invent, invent something like, like Steel's alluding to that like just gets, like, makes it as if, as if nobody shit at all. Yeah, so, deodorizer and not a but mat. It doesn't exist. I whack it can't it do it. It's like, it'd be like, it'd be like you know creating nuclear fusion. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. So Wackily, how many years have you been married? Uh, nearly 10. So at what point, what year was the cutoff where you're like, all right, flatulence is cool. We're going to fart in front of each other. You mean what week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, the, the other thing, because this was a long distance relationship. So it's like, oh, like yeah, that's true. not super long, but like when we started dating, it would be like, well, I'm staying at your apartment for a couple days. So like, you got to get over it fast. You can't be holding back a steamer for like an entire weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true with the one bathroom. Yeah, it's got to be tough. But she must have been like careful about it. But I think once the ring's on the no, finger. No, I, I think, I think most people, women too, are, you know, they get over it. No. <laughs> well, well maybe Victorian. British women. I don't know. Yeah, in the U.S. If we, if we had two bathrooms, I would use yes, the remote bathroom to shit. But you'd you have know, a I shit have bathroom, that. a shit bathroom, and then a regular bathroom. Maybe you should put a bathroom in the shed that you have in the back. 
Yeah, well, I would yeah, I'll just I'll just wave like my fucking up. wand and do it. <laughs> you, you could be like Michael Landon, Little House on the Prairie. You go out to take a shit when you got to take a shit, and two o'clock in the morning, you tramp through the backyard. Is that a second I, Little I, I House think, on the Prairie against, reference? I think that's against the uh, the zoning <laughs> ordinance. Put an outhouse in my backyard. This is gonna become Maybe. a podcast hey. to review Little House on the Prairie. It now. might work. All right, we, we gotta finish this here. I'm quite a happy bunny, really. Um, so yeah, just wishing all the listeners a happy Christmas and you guys, of course, in your new venture and your new place and your married life. So uh, big love to everybody. Have a lovely time and catch you on, hopefully with some more stories. Thank you love there, you. Epic Farter. And lovely. maybe one day I'll be able to shit in front of Kate. But Why? I don't think we're there yet. Uh, can you do that, Waggly? Can what, you like... Can what you was the point that? of the phone call? He <laughs> just wants to say he loves no, you, Steve. It, it was very, it was way too earnest, and now I have it even more game up. <laughs> it was very nice, like it was like it wasn't like you know there was no wishing, insults or anything. I mean, I don't know you some Yule-tide I mean, for a guy called green. Epic Farter, I wanted to hear a, a fart anecdote. Yeah, I think it was related. Fart. I, you know, it's been a while. Do better next time, buddy. He he usually does talk and you'll call in with like you know an anecdote about ripping a fart, but it's been a while. I think you guys might need to call him back and do a, a welfare check because it's like <laughs> he's okay. Sad. Just check in. Yeah, on him. I yeah. really think you should. You should check in. <laughs> All right, let me play this quick Adam and Eve uh, commercial. Then we got to wrap up the show. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So, Wackerly, last week we did a show about Amish people and uh, some of their sexual predilections, the drugs that they do, and the murders that they commit. But I brought up a, a fact that I remember, but I, I just want to confirm with you. Aren't there Amish people in Midland, like in Lowell County? <laughs> Claire. Is it? Oh, Claire. Not that, I, not that I remember. I thought there were Amish like near Midland. Is it Claire near Midland? There are, and Claire. Claire. Are Claire and Big uh, Macosta. Where's Big Claire? My, my grandparents lived in like northern Indiana, and that's where I remember all the Mennonites and the Amish people. Yeah, no, you if you go up to Claire, you'll go in a grocery, you'll park in a grocery store and they'll have their horse and buggy like like wrapped around a fucking light pole. And then <laughs> you'll get stuck behind them up there. Like you'll get stuck behind them like on a road, like a hilly road that you don't have much, there's very limited sight. So you're trying to pass them because they're going like 10 miles an hour on yeah. a 55 mile an hour road. And you got to like, you're stuck behind them sometimes for miles till you can get a, you know, till you get clearance to go. So you can get enough, but yeah, they're all over up there, farms wait, wait. and shit, and they go into town once in a while. They'll, they'll hitch a ride with a buddy that actually has a car, and they'll get out of that. But uh, wait, is do that... you know they call all of us the English? They do. Yeah, the yeah. English. That's the term for anyone non-Amish. But wait, Steel, do you have to do PI? Are they Dutch? Is that what they're? Yeah, Swiss. They're... No, they're Swiss originally. 
But Seal, uh, do you have to do any private investigation case of Amish people? Because that would be difficult. I'm. I've never had one, but yeah, I'd probably have to get a horse and buggy to follow her up. <laughs> I could. I would love or this I, disguise. I you have the beard for it. I would love this disguise. You'd get the black suit and the hat, and they grow one of those. And beards. a pitchfork. <laughs> a I, always try, I, always, I always picture them with a pitchfork over their shoulder. Do you guys remember the movie Kingpin? Yeah. Oh absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. That's like the only like base level knowledge of Amish people I have is from that movie. Yeah, Kate did all this great research. Movie. A great movie with the Amish was, I think it was called Witness with Witness. Uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shit. a good one. That's the one I was telling you about. Kelly, Kelly McGillis it. or something? Yeah, yeah, that? from Top yeah, Gun. Yeah, I think it was Kelly McGillis. Yeah, hot piece of ass. I was about to say, speaking of Subbusters, she's now a Subbuster. Is she? Yeah. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, that, that, that makes me sad. She would she take up two off Reese's. Well, that's why she wasn't in the Top Gun reboot. I think Tom Cruise was like, no, no sodbusters. No sodbusters allowed. <laughs> Tom no Cruise fatties. would never be with a sodbuster. It's like no fat chicks. No, yeah, he's That's got a fat chick said. rule. So wait, Steele, have you ever actually engaged with the Amish? Like talk to them? Yeah. yeah. Like in, if I'm in a grocery store and they're pretty friendly people, but they kind of, they're really shy. They don't normally, like they won't normally initiate a conversation. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've only talked to maybe five of them in my life but i mean they seem very like they're nice and friendly but they they're not going to generally initiate a conversation they kind of keep to themselves but a lot of times when they go into town like if you're in claire or big rapids or any of the towns that these people live in you'll they'll come with a whole fan like it's a big trick because they their farms are usually like outside of the village and it's like, you know, they take a, a trip, they get the whole family, they go into town and go to Meyer or fucking Walmart or whatever the fuck it is and shop and they go in and they're dressed, you know, they got the, they're dressed like they're in the 1860s or whatever. I mean, it's, and they go they in and they put, to like, if you're in the checkout lane or whatever next to them. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes you'll have like idle, you know, small talk, but there's not much, you know, they don't watch TV or use electricity. I mean, they're, I mean, they're pretty much like, a century and a half behind, you know, when it comes yeah. to shit. So you don't really have much to talk to. Them but about. you could bang one. Once during... a while, young. But you could bang. Uh, you could bang pretty... one during a rum springer. You, could... you ever heard the rum during springer? what? Rum, rum springer. springer. It's like so. What? Amish people no, do there's, there's a you can watch too. <laughs> there's a whole show about it. So when Amish people turn 18, they get like, what is it, like a year or six months just to go out, do drugs. It's like a get out of jail free card. To yeah. go and be yeah, English. To see what life is like in the yeah. 21st century. And then you can either come back or you can stay out on the outside. So maybe. So any I, old Amish person you see, like, they decided that. Life sucks. Our type of life. Yeah, which is kind of funny. Yeah, because they chose right. I hear their the life. percentage of the ones that go back is extremely high. Like I hear the percentage of the ones that return to the Amish lifestyle is is much higher. Like you'd think, oh, once they get out and they see fucking internet porn and shit, they're you know. But I, it it sounds from what I've seen in like articles and stuff, it's the vast majority of them go back to that lifestyle. Like after well, they've, you know, they want to they want to wild out fucking hot. Amish chick with a gigantic bush. Yeah, exactly. With her bloomers on and her. Yes. Steel, they have wolf pussy. Or simpler life. And and hairy legs. And and hairy hairy legs. They're not allowed to shave any body hair if you're a female. Yeah, they don't don't wear makeup and shit. I mean, they're they're pretty, when you see them out in public, they're pretty plain Jane. 
there's I see you know once in a while you got to look because they got that they got those uh, I don't know what they call them they're, they're like they, a lot of women like pilgrim hats and shit bonnets more like, yeah, <laughs> the bonnet, like yeah. Fucking, bonnets yeah they look like the pilgrim so it's kind of covering part of their face a little bit but they I mean you, once in a while you see one that's pretty attractive one that's maybe twenty four twenty five years old that's pretty attractive. Steel, but those you... fuckers, I've seen those fuckers out there once I've, I've sat, like I've been in, I haven't surveilled one of them per se, but I've been in areas where there's a lot of them and I've been on roads where I'm parked down the road, you know, watching my target or my subject way down the road, waiting for them to do something. And I've been like near their farms and stuff. And I've seen those guys like raise barns and shit. Like, and like, they've done it like in like a, one morning, they get a whole bunch of them together. You'll be sitting there and the fucking, a whole bunch of Amish will arrive at one house and like 20 different buggies from all over the fucking community <laughs> and they'll fucking raise a barn in like fucking three hours time. The fucking barn will be done. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty impressive. amazing to watch. They're yeah, pretty they're like crafty ants. and shit. Yeah. Steel, you should totally they get everybody to, together. They're a very tight community. You should totally try to bang one during a run spring. That would be interesting. Maybe next year we could talk about it. Well, you know, they have like, you can go, uh, I've known people like there's some Amish, like, uh, that like will have like a lot of them like make like crafts and shit and they go to like flea markets and shit and yeah. sell their stuff. And there's some of them that are like butchers and they'll sell, like they'll go to the, the farmer's market every fucking week or whatever and sell like a half a cow or, you know, half a pig or, you know, you can buy it by, you know, a whole pig or whatever. And they'll, they'll <laughs> customize butcher it for you. But I've known people there, uh, a girl I dated, I don't know, probably 20 years ago, her and her mom, one day it was like during the middle of the week, like in the fall or something. One time, this this Amish family up in Clare was holding like a a dinner for like the I guess I don't know what they call us Gentiles or whatever they call us, but English. like people that weren't in the Amish community, they were like at their farm at their house. They were like hosting an Amish dinner for them. Like you had to sign up. It was like you paid twenty five bucks or something, and they had like ten people that could come and, and do this thing. And they went to this Amish dinner. They said the food was complete shit but they had a good time like because they, they showed them around they make candles like how to do all the shit that they do and churn butter and i mean but they said the fucking actually the meal that they were served was dog shit i thought the one thing they would have been good at because when you have no vices other than i don't know into like they all fuck each other in the families but other than that i thought yeah, all you would have is incest. food yeah you think they'd be able to yeah I mean, this probably was a because I've gotten like butchered meat from like and they do a good job cutting meat and shit like yeah, English fucking roasts and stuff like that they're perfect at cutting some of that so I've gotten some good like like raw meat that I've ordered from them over the years like uh, it's been a while but they do good on that but I don't uh, I've actually had one directly cooked for me so but this maybe it was just this particular family that was hosting it didn't fucking shit food or I don't know if it's what that's what my girlfriend and her mom reported that it was the meal wasn't good. Go well I bet they can't have spices because cool, spices they are don't, the work uh, of devil. They don't believe in zippers, did you know that? Yeah, no buttons zippers. <laughs> buttons, buckle shoes, yeah. <laughs> no zippers. Buckled shoes and powdered wigs. I don't wear powder wigs, <laughs> I think, but wigs. in my mind they do. They don't like the mustache either, do they? Beard only. Beard. They usually go beard, no mustache, yeah. The ones I've got anyway. Well, before hmm. we... I wonder what it has to do with, like, mustache riding or something. I'm cutting that was, this... Uh... Uh, didn't Lincoln... Didn't Abe Lincoln go beard, no mustache? I am he cut... did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah, he went the Amish look. I'm cutting this off before we get the Amish mafia on us. Because, you know, they are out there, and they do kill. <laughs> They're not listening to this. You oh, never... Oh, yeah. They don't have... It's not like they have a, a podcast player. 
<laughs> but maybe you never know. Anyway, you should you could you should you should go to the community and just on pass a, out on a oral podcasting tour and bring <laughs> bring the glory of podcasts to these people that don't have technology. Just do live shows at a bar. Get on raising. get on top of a soapbox. Yeah. I can see and that's yeah. what you do. That could work. That could work. Anyway, go. we gotta we gotta wrap this up. Uh, patreon.com slash sick and wrong support the show also if you want to get a last minute christmas gift go get a go go hit up the t public store sick slash shop click on the picture of the pope go buy uh your pet pep a sick and wrong shirt um we're gonna end uh part two here with uh with another fine christmas tune do you guys know who big freedia is no one knows who big freedia is i think we never you're asking me, I, I <laughs> was this, is she from the eighties? No, she's like, if this it's, gi- it's post 92, I'm out of the loop. She's like this giant trans person who, uh, who records a lot of music and, uh, she put out a Christmas record. Uh, this is a great song off of it called Santa is a gay man. <laughs> and she totally used, she used the, it's her take on the hit, Mr. Sandman. But it's called Santa is a Gay Man, and it turns a Christmas letter to Santa into a kind of a you up text. Um, rhymes, she rhymes Santa's belly with KY jelly and roses and clover with bend over. It's classic. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure you'll probably li- be listening to it throughout this holiday season. So we're going to end part two here with Big Freedia, Santa is a Gay Man. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year. We'll be back next week with episode 927. Till then, take a squeeze. Mr. Santa, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest boy I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses and clover. And tell him I'll be happy to be. Whenever I could Now that I'm down On my knees Mr. Santa Don't forget about me Mr. Santa Bring me a boy Make him a geeky Collector of toys How about an athlete Straight out of college All those it sounds Exhausting to be honest I mean I love EDM I like to party
Wait, Steele, does he ever invite his cool uncle to any of the house parties? I've been down. I went to. I've been down there a couple times, but not to the house party. No, they don't want fucking creepy Uncle John. (laughs) What am I gonna do? People, check out Sick and Wrong's second show to hear outtakes from the holiday spectacular with Wackerly and Steele, and to hear more about Steele's nephew, who's a male cheerleader at the University of Michigan.